live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studio. This is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life, specifically your money, your work, and your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman. Christina Ellis is my colleague and joins me this hour. The phone number is free to jump in on the conversation because it is about you. 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. So Christina and I are here together, and while we take those general questions, we also love to team up in our specific areas of expertise. Christina is a true, unbelievably knowledgeable expert on how to go to college without going into debt. She's a best-selling author and working on some really fun stuff that we can't wait to talk about uh, in the days ahead. In the days ahead, and then I'm helping people specifically win in their work life. So if you feel stuck, uh, or you feel scared, uh, you feel doubtful, you're dealing with some toxicity, uh, horrible leadership, and you're just looking for some help and some ways out, we're taking those specific calls today as well. Let's get started with Alan in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Alan, how can we help? Uh, yes. How are you doing? We're living the dream. What are you doing? Uh, I'm about to have a baby, baby about six months. All right. That's and, exciting. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's right. It's the fourth one, so <laughs> we're keeping busy. <laughs> oh, fourth. Yeah. You're exhausted, aren't you, Alan? You sound exhausted. Uh, a little bit, but I also work nights too, so it kind of makes it all a little bit worse. Say that again? You, you broke up. I, I work nights as well, so it kind of makes the exhaustion even worse. Oh, bless your heart. But, okay, I get it. All right, well, how yeah. can we help today? Well, I'm wondering, with the baby coming about six months, I have the cash to pay off my home, and it would leave me with about $15,000 in in cash as well for the backup. For And I was just wondering if it would be wiser to go ahead and pay it off now or to wait till after the baby is born in six months. So that and, that $15,000, is that your fully funded emergency fund, or is that over and above that? Uh, that's the emergency fund. Okay. Is that fully funded? Like, it, w- would that be about three months of your expenses or six months? Where does that fall? Uh, if I lost my job, I can go, I can cut expenses back to about $1,500 a month. And so it could last me six months if the house is paid off. Okay. And if it's not paid off, about how, is that about... Yeah, about three about months. About three months, maybe. Okay, and how much do you have left on the house? I have 54500 Man, I'm just excited for you. The fact that this is this even is a great. question, yeah. that we're not in in stork mode and talking about like, oh man, what do we do? And all This is great. I mean, it's one of those situations where there's not really necessarily like a wrong answer, but we do typically recommend whenever there's a baby coming to kind of hold off and hold on to cash because there's a lot of things that can happen, unexpected expenses. I mean, we're talking about quite a bit of money and paying off a house. Um, if I, I think we just kind of have to frame it in the sense of if I were in your shoes, if mm-hmm. I were in your shoes, I would probably hold off until the baby was born, or at least just do a portion, especially with the 15K left, that would make me a little bit nervous. That yeah. I would want to have a really flush emergency fund. Um, I'm also curious, so with the expenses, um, how much are you anticipating the birth is going to cost and any expenses around baby? Uh, I estimate about 4000 Okay. And how much are you making right now? I make 49 a year. 
49 a year. And and you said you have four babies at home? Did I hear that correct? This will be number four. This will be number four. And is your wife, does she stay home or what's kind of the rest of your family situation? Yeah, I'm always a stay at home and that's part of how we kept our expenses down. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. How did you save up the 54? Has it just been diligently saving it up? and Or did you have the vision to pay off the house? Why did you save it up and wait till this point versus kind of paying it off incrementally? Well, a lot of it was just being sure that we have any cash emergencies and, and some of that. And, and just kind of just budgeting, putting things aside as building growth, you know, for like office expenses. You know, like if I have to get a new desk or something like that, make sure. You know, things that are, so that has built up over time. Yeah, let me and just clarify real quick. Did you say fifty four hundred or fifty four thousand? Fifty four thousand. Fifty four. Okay, so this is a good amount of money. Wow. Yeah. Ken, I'm curious to get your opinion. What would you do? I'd sit tight, um, and just wait until we got through the baby. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I I think you could you could put maybe a little bit extra on, but I would sit on the cash until we get through baby number four, and uh, at that point. Um, I would then start to attack it, and because I, I want you to have that fully funded emergency fund. So if it, if if it's me, you said you owe fifty on the house. Is that right? Yeah, fifty four. Oh, you owe fifty four, and you've got fifty four in the bank. I have I have enough I have I have enough to cover all the way the whole house and still have fifteen thousand left over. Gotcha. Yeah, you know what I'd rather you do? I'd rather you I'd, I'd rather you get to where you had the enough to cover the house, which is fifty four, and then six months expenses. Once I have that number, so fifty four plus, you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Then I would pay the house off. I just I don't want you you're just so close. You have yeah. so little left on the house. You're in great shape. You're single income another baby on the way i don't think that's what i would do but again as christina said there's, there's really no wrong answer here but i i would limit my risk and i would get the fully funded emergency fund plus the payoff now but here's the deal you don't have to wait so let's just go let's fast forward to baby coming i think you said in six months baby comes baby's healthy we got the four thousand in cash to pay it for the birth um, then I'm going to go, all right, what's my six-month emergency fund number, right? And let's just say it is, uh, let's say you got, uh, he's got plenty in the bank, he's got 50. So so let's say you, the number is uh, 30,000, all right? Because um, okay. I don't want you cutting way back just to scrimp. So let's just say the number is 30, okay? And the payoff on the house is 54. You don't have to wait to get to 74 to pay off the house. What I'm really wanting you to do is build that emergency fund, yes. and let's get that. But we can start, but we can we can start putting more once we get the emergency fund, which you've already got essentially right now. So now I'm going whatever the six month emergency fund number is, mm-hmm. subtract that, and I would put whatever's left after you've got that. I'd put it on the house after the baby's born, like day one. What a celebration, right? Like <laughs> baby's born, and let's say we put We're twenty grand free. on the house. You know, but we still got a fully funded emergency fund. Now yeah. we only have, and I'm making this up, $34,000 or whatever left on the mortgage. And now we attack that. But I just, I, because, you know, we want him on babies at five, right? We want, we want him moving towards the kids. He's got four kids saving, you know, that's your, that's your ammo. So like, what, what's, what's he doing there? So yeah. play that out because we got kids that may want to go to school. 
Yeah, well, and it's like, one, I do realize, like, once the house is paid off, then it's like that six-month emergency fund may just be $15,000. So that's going to that is correct. Yep. feel really good. It's just, I know, even with the fact that you waited until you had 54000 to pay it off, I do feel a bit of anxiety around money and making sure things are secure. So sure. I don't think it's really going to hurt to wait six more months. But just when that six-month mark comes, get that house paid off. That is so exciting. It's amazing. Amazing. Uh, what, a, what a wonderful story. Of a, of a man taking care of his family. Congrats making, on the baby. Congrats on the baby. And making $49,000, y'all. So everybody who's listening who this doesn't have a super high show. income. Gotta run. I want to tell you a true story. I got a letter from Fran in Virginia once. She and her husband, Gary, were loaded down with debt. They decided to get serious and worked for over two years to pay off $65,000. They were able to buy their dream home. Gary had just started a new job and things were looking really good. Six months later, Gary unexpectedly died. Wow. Tears my heart out. Besides the grief and shock, Fran had no income, was on her own, and her Social Security benefits couldn't pay the mortgage. Talk about feeling lost and alone. The only good part of this story is that Gary had term life insurance through Xander, so Fran was able to deal with her grief without being overwhelmed with money issues. Sad story, but I share it with you to make a point. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Having life insurance is what responsible people do for their families. It's why I tell you every day to go to Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. The Ramsey Show continues. I'm Ken Coleman. Christina Ellis joins me this hour. 888-825-5225 is the number. It is your show, America. We're talking about your money, your work, and your relationships. 888-825-5225. We'd love to hear from you. Let's go to Los Angeles, California. Josue is there. Josue, how can we help? Hey, Ken and Christina. Thank you for having me on the show. Sure. What's going on? Uh, Just a quick question. So I'm restarting the baby steps for the second time, and I'm getting a tax refund of $4,500. And I have a a car that's the definition of a Dave car. The windows don't work. The AC is always on hot. The hood doesn't stay up. And I've done a few repairs to it, but... I'm not sure it's going to last me. Mm. So my question is if I should purchase a new car that's a little more reliable and actually more economic because this thing has a V8 and it just sucks a lot of gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I should buy a car that's more reliable and economic or you know, put this towards my $1,000 emergency fund and I can actually pay off a couple of credit cards with the remainder of it. Well, let's zoom out. Tell us a little bit more about your situation. You said you're starting the baby steps for the second time. What happened the first time? So the first time I was in $130,000 of debt. Um, and actually I found you guys after I filed for bankruptcy, um, which kind of felt like I got off with this a slap in the wrist. So I went and did it again. Uh, mm. I got loans and credit cards. And this time though, I was involved in a motorcycle accident. I broke a couple of bones. I was in the hospital for a week. I was um, unemployed for three months. So all of these loans, now I'm feeling the weight of it. The debt now is less, but it's still pretty significant. It's $40,000 of debt. Um, and so I'm kind of, you know, I just, I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm mad, but sad and disappointed at myself. So I just kind of said, you know what? It's time to just settle down and take this debt seriously. So um, I said, enough is enough. I got a new job. Um, I'm starting to do the every dollar budget app, you know, 
like give every dollar a job. And I did this refund. I got this surprise refund that I wasn't expecting. And it could, you know, kickstart my baby steps or help me buy a new vehicle. How much was the refund? 4500 Hey, good job. Good job. The fact that you have been through what you've been through, I know that was hard and there's probably a lot of shame with the first time around and, and getting back into debt, but good job coming back around and saying, you know what, I've had it. That's it. I'm mad and this time it's it. And it feels like that. You know, my question was going to be, have you had your I've had it moment? But it sounds like you have. Is that correct? Yeah, I have, you know, with all those uh, lenders calling me while I was in bed and I couldn't, you know, even walk. Um, I was just mad at the banks. I'm like, uh, you're asking me for my payment and I I can't even walk right now. And it it really lit a fire under me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, let's go. Okay, let's talk about this car. So if you sold the car you have right now, the V8, what do you think you could get for it? Um, not much. Probably about two thousand. Yeah, uh, probably at most two thousand. And like, with a that, yeah, yeah. You said it's a, it's a it's on its last breath, <laughs> so it's probably not going to be a lot. <laughs> what about with the new yeah. car that you're looking at, new used car? What are you looking at as a budget? Um, looking at a budget, probably no more than three thousand, just so that I can have that starter emergency fund. Okay, good. So you're taking the two thousand from the car you're selling, and then one thousand from the four thousand dollar refund, and that's what you're getting your car with. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, like I said, the two thousand is probably like at the extreme end of you know selling it at the most that I can because I bought it for three. It's a two thousand four Ford uh, Expedition. Um, so yeah, the gas the gas trouble is real. Like a V eight, like that's that's a <laughs> lot of money. A, you're having a hard time keeping the hood down, or you can't keep the hood down. How do you keep the hood down? Duct tape? What are you doing? Uh, well, it, it won't stay up. So the hinges that hold the hood up, because I, I have sometimes I have to go in there a lot because the uh, okay, it, it's having um, alternator issues that I need to replace. Um, I have sometimes to start it with a dump starter. And uh, so I, I usually just use like a broken piece of broom to keep it Plus, up. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The alternator is, it's about to die. And at some point you'll get to a point where you can no longer get it going. So this is a, this is a legit emergency because I'm guessing you need the transportation to do your work, correct? Yeah, I go to work and for, in the morning, so to 3.30 and then I go to school from 5 p.m. till 10 p.m. Yeah. yeah. Well, Christina, if it's me, I'm I'm going to uh, get that emergency fund, baby step one funded through this, and I'm going to go get another car just so he can get back on his feet. Because you're telling me you paid off $130,000 using the baby steps. He did not? It eventually, it did you not? Bankruptcy the first no, time. Sorry. Oh, it was, it, no, bankruptcy. Sorry, it was bankruptcy. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering how you got away and you're like, I paid it. Off. Okay. Never mind. So, so no. dude, like you got to, you got to take care of you on this car. Because this car is uh, the key to you being able to, to, to do your job, right? Yeah. But if I'm in your shoes, I'm not taking the $4,000 refund and the $2,000 from selling the car and buying a $6,000 no, car. No, like no. what I, I would be careful walking onto the car lot and getting tempted to go up in price. Like I'd still be getting another Dave car, like just one that the hood stays down and that doesn't yeah. cost, you know, well, $200 the, all, yeah. to fill. What's the <laughs> alternator going to cost to replace the alternator? So the alternator is pretty cheap. It's only uh, $130, and I could do it myself. But, you know, the, the car just has so many little things, like the windows won't roll down. And right now in California, it's cold, so it's not a problem. But during the heat, you know, the windows well, won't roll okay, down. Well, okay, here's why I'm asking that. I'm, I'm, 
because I'm saying I wonder if I could get two or three more months out of it. Because two or three more months would make a big difference in this process, would it not? It would. I'm going to try. I think I can definitely get that. Hey, listen, I'm jealous because I can barely put gas in the car. I would love, if I could change an alternator out, trust me, I'd do it and I'd put it on social media to brag about it, okay? <laughs> but I, 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 if it's me, I'm going to hustle and grit my way through this and I'm going to change the alternator. I'm going to nurse this car for two, three more months um, and then stack up the money. That's, that's Christina, good. that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to keep this baby alive. I like that. That's I don't good. think you got a shot in the world of getting two grand for this car, and that's why I'm saying that. So mm-hmm. at this point, yeah. we're going to nurse it until we take it to the graveyard. I, that's what I think. That's good. Yeah, make it last as long as you can. Because walk that out for him financially. If he gets two or three more months out of this, what, what, how does that play out? Well, how much are you making a month? How much are you able to put towards debt? Like once you're in this journey fully, what's your income? So I make 27 an hour, which is roughly about 56 a, um, a year. Fantastic. So per paycheck, I'm getting about 1600 to 1700 a month. Uh, and I'm lucky enough that I still, um, I'm, I'm, I rent a room from my mom's house. So I'm only paying $500 of rent out here in California. That's like nothing. So there you uh, go. fortunate in that sense. So how much can you throw so out debt think, per month? I'm throwing a bit like $2,500 a month. There we go. So we're looking, if you can make it another two months, that's $5,000. Yeah. Yeah. It just helps there. with that refund and getting a head start on the debt snowball. Yeah. I'd nurse that car for a couple two, three more months as long as possible and, and walk the baby steps out in the meantime. And I just want to encourage you too, like if you drive around Ramsey, our building, we have people who are walking out the baby steps and we have some hoopties in this parking lot. We've got some things that are duct taped together that oh, are, yeah. you've got zip ties. Like we've got some real special cars out there because people are motivated and they're getting it and they're trying to do the same thing. They're like, hey, if I can go yep. two to three more months, then that's $5,000 that I can put towards Nobody death, cares so. what you're driving. If you're embarrassed by it, I get it. Just park around the corner and walk. Tell somebody you Ubered. I don't care. I'm okay with a white lie on that one. I don't care. Uh, you know, I mean, it just doesn't matter it's in the a- grand scheme of things. I remember picking Stacy up for our first date, Christina, in a Mazda 626. This was in uh, 97. It was an 82. And it was such a piece of crap that I could pull the key out of the ignition while I was driving as a trick and just showed people, including her. Oh. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> I like 350,000 miles. It's a miracle that she married me. She's, she is, she's a beautiful, amazing woman with horrible judgment. But, you know, the point is, is that it just doesn't matter. You know, the car, the car is if it gets me to A to, to B, who cares if it smokes a little bit, lurches a little bit, and it's a little sweaty. You know, power through it. It's going to be okay. Hey, Josue, thank you so much for calling. You got this, young man. You can knock out this debt in no time flat, and it's going to be the best decision you've ever made. Thank you so much for joining us here on the program. Thank you, America. Don't move. More Ramsey Show coming right up. Welcome back, America. This is The Ramsey Show, where we help you win in your life, in your money, your work, and your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman, and I'm joined by my colleague, Christina Ellis, with Ramsey Personalities. Glad to be with you today. 888-825-5225. 888-825-5225 is the number. Okay, today's question of the day comes from Shane from the Ramsey Baby Steps community. Oh, boy, Christina. Now, this is intense. Should I give up my apartment? 
to live in my car and use gyms to shower and use the gym bathroom to save enough money to buy a house cash. Whoa. Now, there's gazelle intense, and then I don't know what this is. This, this is beyond the gazelle. This is beyond the gazelle. This right? isn't even, we're not talking baby step two gazelle intense. This is paying mm. off the house. I'm going to live in my car. And I'm going to use the gym in the bathroom. I mean, excuse me, the shower in the bathroom at the gym to make it by. That that's a lot to process. What say you? What say you? <laughs> only a, only a say, dude would ask that question. By the way, I would say absolutely not. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's great the motivation to pay off the house. We've had some really motivated people calling today wanting to pay off houses, which I love that. I don't want to put a, any water on that fire at all, but I do feel in that scenario that's just a little bit too far. <laughs> right? Yeah, I think like, so. It's not. First of all, I don't feel like it's very safe, no matter where you live. Like, right. I can, like Franklin, Tennessee is like Disney World, okay? <laughs> what Walt Disney tried to do on Main Street, yep. we have that for real. Yep. It's a low crime area, okay? Just being real, it's wealthy, but I wouldn't tell anybody to sleep in their yeah. car in the safest community in America, whatever that is, wherever that is. Well, and my husband's retired police. He was a police officer for 17 years, detective, did all sorts of roles. And he's, he's in the lobby today. Would you recommend anybody? He's saying no. He's no. shaking his head no. Thank we, you. I've heard way too many stories and way yeah. too many crazy things that have happened in safe areas, supposedly safe a- areas. So, and just even beyond that, like we want people to be gazelle intense and baby yeah. step two. But when you're in four through six, we're wanting you to be intentional. And there's just a lot of ripple effects, even just to your ego, to your well being, to being able to have people over, to just different things when you live in your car and you're technically homeless. Like, that's just that's just not where we want you to be. We want you to be intentional. Now, on the flip side of that, if you want to find a really cheap way to live, that's great. Yeah. I am all about, like... Seven or eight roommates? Yes. Sure. Uh, but that's extreme, too. But yeah. let's not live in our car. Plus, you'll stink. <laughs> Plus, you'll stink. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's just be honest. That's mm-hmm. just, Nobody needs to experience that. So, there you go. Appreciate the question there. Uh, there's a much better way to do that. Okay. Um, this is fun, Christina. I've got a CNBC article in my hands. And the headline reads, the 10 worst paying college majors, five years after graduation. Okay, so this data comes from the New York Federal Reserve. And what they did is they studied uh, majors uh, for, for people right out of college, their first five years. And so this is pretty fascinating stuff, all right? And I want you to comment away here, all right? Because this, this is near and dear to our hearts. Yes. Uh, because I don't want you choosing an education that you can't use or that you shouldn't use, all right? And she wants to make sure that you pay cash for it and we don't go into debt. So here we go. Um, let me make sure I got this right. Yep, number one, uh, worst pain major, theology and religion. Oh. Now, let me just tell you something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little commenting here. $36,000 is the median. Now, these are medians, all right? So... It's not the average. It's just taking the high, the low, right in the middle. So there we go. Median, 36000 Now, let me tell you why this is crazy. Even in religious sectors, this is like a bait and switch, Christina, because they'll say, all right, um, you got to have a master's of divinity or maybe a doctorate if you want to kind of go higher levels and teach theology. Now, if you want to be a pastor, you don't have to have a master's of divinity. You really don't. 
Um, and you could probably get in a lot of church staffs just with a just with a basic degree and go in and start as a youth pastor. But you're going to work that hard, that long in a four-year degree, and you're going to come out and make 36000 Well, Ken, we took a call a few months ago from a guy who had $150,000 in student loan debt, and he was a pastor. Yeah, good luck. Whew! And he had he literally called us and his baby was about to go in labor or his oh, wife was about man. to go in labor. She, it was just, man, it yep. was devastating because it was like, that yep. was not a good choice. We love that you're a pastor. That is amazing. Yeah. But that's a lot of debt for a career that yeah. doesn't pay a lot. So it's be smart about it. There are yeah. still schools that cost $60,000 a year that have pastor programs. That might not be the smartest choice. There's a no. more affordable way about getting to that destination. That's exactly right. Uh, next social services, 37,000. And again, you go to school and you come out and you're going to get this job in a local government or a nonprofit setting and you're very limited. Your financial growth just with the four-year degree on social services is right there. There's not much room for growth. Moving on, family and consumer sciences, that's in that same social services area. This is interesting, Christina, psychology, 37-4. Uh, because with a psychology degree, that's like being a doctor and a lawyer. That's just getting you started. You're going to have to go get that master's degree and maybe even the doctorate and this is why it's so important to work through the roi equation i think when people right. get a psychology degree they think they're going to graduate making psychiatrist money and that's nope. not what the four-year version leads to so think through what that yeah. those prospects are all right now here's my favorite and i have a personal story here christina that you don't know oh yeah it's very exciting probably not <laughs> uh, leisure and hospitality degree a whopping thirty-eight thousand dollars in your first five years. Now, leisure and hospitality, okay? So that's your hotel, your resorts, that kind of stuff. All right, so in college, one summer, I went back to Hampton Roads, Virginia, where I'm from, and I worked at the Norfolk Hilton, and I had two jobs. I did room service on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Huh. I made some good money, by the way. Because it's automatic, 15% gratuity, and a lot of people are on business trips, so they're just tipping you extra. Had to wear the little tux shirt and tie, though. There you go. <laughs> and I got the tray the whole nine yards. And then I managed a restaurant in the hotel on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Now, he, but when the summer was over, my manager and the hotel general manager sat me down and said, is there any way we can talk you out of going back to school? We'd actually like to get you on a track for being a manager and move into uh, an executive role with the hotel and all that. I mean, they're, they're asking me this at 21. Now, here's my point. If you want to get into leisure and hospitality, can I just say you'd be better off going and getting yourself a good job for a nice chain or a, a really nice resort and start at the bottom, do a good job, and work your way up, and you can work yourself into management, a six-figure job, and never have to darken the door of a college. Now, what say you on that? Versus go for four years, bust your butt to make $38,000. That's good. I think that's good advice, but it also still comes down to you. Like People often will go to college, and they think that the college degree is the automatic success that's factor. Right. And it's like, that's not what's going to make you successful. The reason they wanted you to stay was because you were a hustler. Did a good job. You had aptitude for it. You were doing a good job. So I yeah. think it just, it proves that. But I love your example too, because it's like, maybe you could go work for a chain that has tuition assistance. So you could start working, you can get your feet wet, you can that's grow your experience, right. and you can get your degree 
while you're on that track. That's really good. Rounding out the top 10, performing arts, 39,000, early childhood education, 40, elementary education, 40, special education, 40, and, uh, and then miscellaneous education. Now, in contrast, the highest paying majors are all in STEM fields, right? An acronym for science, technology, engineering, and math. Um, the 10 best majors five years after college are mostly subsets of engineering. So think chemical engineering, you know, all the different engineering tributaries, if you will. And uh, so please be aware that these are the real numbers. It's not Christina's opinion or my opinion. These are the numbers and the numbers don't lie. And yet you've been told that that degree is going to make you super successful. And Christina's right. You are the X factor when it comes to that. So be, be very informed and very wise about these decisions because sometimes these financial decisions can affect you for decades and we don't want to see that she's christina ellis i'm ken coleman don't move a couple of commercials and we'll be right back this is the ramsey show welcome back america you are joining the conversation here on the ramsey show so excited that you are with us paying off debt is smart saving investing is smart, but there's one key to winning with money that people overlook all the time, and that's protection. Protecting your finances from emergencies. And that's where insurance comes into play. Now, there are 10 kinds of insurance coverage you might need based on what your life looks like today. And we've built a tool called Coverage Checkup. And this will show you which types of insurance you need to add, drop, or adjust. We'll even rank your coverage list by importance, email it to you, and then connect you with a Ramsey-trusted insurance provider so you can get your plan in place fast. This could be the most important five minutes you spend today. By the way, I've done this, and it really is five minutes or less. Wonderful tool. Uh, One of our listeners wrote in named Donald. He said, for anyone who has not completed this checkup, do it now. You never know when something will happen, and you never want to leave your family in a bad situation. Amen, Donald. Visit RamseySolutions.com slash checkup that's ramseysolutions.com slash checkup don't let an emergency sneak up on you triple eight eight two five five two two five is the number i'm ken coleman christina ellis is my colleague and she joins me in studio this hour let's go to des moines iowa gordon is there gordon how can we help hi how are you sir i'm uh well i've been sitting here not literally but mentally sweating bullets waiting to be able to talk to you. Well, you're going to do great. We're here to help. How, how What's going on today? It's just friends sitting well, in a living room. That's right. Yep. <laughs> um, well, I I don't know. I, I just kind of want to give you a little little bit of my story and see what you have in mind. I, I'm 26, been married two years. I We just had a little boy. Congrats. Little boy five days ago. Um. He is, I'm, I never thought I'd get to say this, but I'm a very proud father. You should be. Um, what an exciting time. <laughs> and you're also tired as well. So we get it. I am a little tired. Yeah, we've been I'm, there. Yeah. Um, I guess my, what I'm trying to figure out right now, we're going through FPU and we're trying to nail up the budget. Okay. Um, my question for you, Ken, especially is, I I don't really know what it means to what a career means for me. Um I don't know what 
what I want to do with the rest of my life. Yeah, that's um, that's the bigger I, issue. You, you're not sure what that yeah. thing is, that work that you would love to get yeah. up for on a Monday morning and get after it all week, well, right? Or do you? I, I I have some I have some ideas. Hit me. I've give me give me the top my, couple of ideas that you find yourself wondering about. Well. Now, Gordon, I, I Gordon, like Gordon, Gordon, let me, people. Gordon, Gordon, let me help you out because I've done this a lot. I've talked to over five thousand yeah. people on the Ken Coleman show on this very thing, and I've heard you before. You just had a different name, and you were from a different place. You cannot <laughs> think your way through these answers. I don't yeah. care how it sounds. It doesn't have to be impressive. I just want you to share your heart because I'm telling you, you got some ideas, and you're struggling with a lack of confidence. And the answer to that is to get you clear and i can do it if you just rip the answers no more thinking now give me the top two or three ideas that you wonder about and you've been wondering about go i i do like working with people i like creating and working with my hands okay um i like to teach i've i've been building over the last several years i've i've either worked at a scout camp teaching boy scouts um, I've built steel grain bins. I'm, I'm currently a welder. Um, good. What do you like about welding? Um, don't I think, don't, know. I, don't think I, it's, it's creation. It's, yes. it's, I, I like assembly. I like taking all the pieces and putting right. them together. Tell me and, about the, tell me about the people part. I know that you're creative and you like to create with your hands. That's <laughs> very, very clear by the way. And that's great. I, I but like, the people part. I specifically like teaching people, and, and like I, I'm, I taught swimming. I taught Boy Scouts how to swim and how to canoe, and I got to the point where I, I felt really good with it. Yeah. And I, I was always trying new things, and then All I right. got to teach these boys the basics. Great. And so, what if? And a little more. What if, so. Gordon? What if I told you that your career could include creating with your hands? And teaching other people to create with the hands. What if it's not an either or? And I think that may be what you're wrestling with. Is that right or wrong? I don't mind if I'm wrong, but tell me. Am I right? I I absolutely agree. It's it could I'd I'd love to mix things together too. Can I, I give you can I give been you able to brainstorm what that might look like? Oh, this is exciting. Gordon, so, the reason I'm, you I'm haven't saying, listen, Gordon, the reason you haven't yeah. been able to brainstorm is because you're so full of self doubt. Because you'll get an idea, and no sooner does the idea come out of your head, uh, actually come out of your heart, and your brain then starts to go, well, I don't know if I could do that. Does that sound about right? That sounds about right, yeah. Gordon, I'm going to suggest to you that your head and heart have a wrestling match maybe on an hourly basis. And so what we've got to do is, it, we've got to, yeah, it's true, he said, we've got to listen to the heart. All right, and so the heart says, I want to do both. I want to create with my hands. So welding is a form of that. You are not limited to welding, are you, Gordon? Mm -hmm. No. But it is, in fact, a way of creating with your hands. But then there's this instructor inside of you that just loves illuminating and encouraging, guiding people. Isn't that true, Gordon? Yes, sir. So here's one brainstorm idea. You're a qualified welder. You could potentially pick up a side job teaching at a welding trade school. True or false? I am not 
certified, but yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't say you could doubt with me on the phone, Gordon. I'm going to ask the question again. (laughs) Gordon, is it possible in this world for you to get to a point with your certification that you could teach welding on the side or maybe even eventually go full-time if it was a better gig than your current welding position? Is that true or false, Gordon? Yes, sir. It's true. That's just one idea. How else do you like okay. working with your hands? Or may I ask, where are you good in working with your hands? Wood, construction. Give me some a couple other examples where you're really good with your hands. Uh, just about every I, everything I've tried. Exactly. I, well, so what? So so Gordon. Drawing, so well, okay, <laughs> Gordon. What is if I could pay you the desired amount of money that you want to make? But you had to pick just one thing, and you don't have to do this in real life, but in fantasy land right now, we're getting to the core of your heart. If you could only pick one thing, one job, you're going to get paid very well. You're going to be very good at it. You get to work with people, and you get to train on it as well as an as a, as a add-on. What would be that working with your hands type work that you would just get excited about every morning and lose track of time? Say it. Don't think. Um, metalworking. Uh- Great. Blacksmithing. Great. So you're in that lane with welding and metalworking. That's all. So here's the deal. Let's go get certified. Let's make some more money as a welder. Let's look for an opportunity to teach it in a local trade school, even if it's one night a week. Here's why, Gordon. What's going to happen is, is for the first time in your professional life, and my goodness, you're only 26, you're like a child compared to me, you're going to experience true love at work because you're going to go, I get to build and create. And then I get to instruct and relate. That's your jam, right? Yeah. All right, then. So are you waiting for permission? Because you came up with all these ideas. I didn't. I guess what I'm what I'm hoping for is, yeah, permission validation, but a, a clear path forward. I, okay, here's the clear path. All right, I'm going to give you the clear path. I'm going to give you my book, From Paycheck to Purpose, as my gift. It's actually the seven stages. But we got you clear right now. Now it's about getting qualified. You just said, i got to be certified to get the next level of welding going. So we're going to get qualified. We're going to get connected with opportunities to teach and do this welding work or iron work or anything else that we talked about today. Hang on, we're going to give you the book, From Paycheck to Purpose. Gordon, you're going to do it, buddy. Congratulations on being a new daddy. Get some sleep. Christina Ellis, great hour. James Childs and the crew, thank you guys for keeping us on the air. And you, America, for listening. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's Christina Ellis. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.